Welcome to Journey Through Classical Piano. I'm your host, classical pianist Jiung Kim. Regardless of whether or not you're a lifelong lover of classical music, this podcast is meant to show you how important and relevant classical music is to today's world and to bring the live piano concert experience right to your living room. I believe classical music is for everyone, so let's start listening together. Before we get started, if you like to support the show, please head over to patreon.com slash journey through classical piano. Your support helps me to create more music and projects to spread the beauty of classical music. Also, if you like what you hear, please take a moment to give a rating or review on Apple Podcast. Every positive review and rating is much appreciated as it helps other potential listeners find and enjoy the show. So today, as opener of season two of this podcast, I will talk about Chacon in G Major by George Frederick Handel. Handel was German-born baroque composer. He was a man of theater, having written 46 operas in addition to many oratorios for which he is so well known. His best-known oratorio is surely Messiah. Like an opera, an oratorio includes the use of a choir, soloist, an ensemble, various characters, and arias. However, opera is musical theater, while oratorio is strictly a concert piece. Though oratorios are sometimes staged as operas, and operas are sometimes presented in a concert form. So this is an example of his messiah. Was also a master of instrumental style of the period, as is evident in his compositions such as concerti grossi, sonatas, organ concertos, and incidental music. Having traveled widely himself, he was influenced by various forms and styles, French, German, Italian, and even English by way of Purcell. To perform this instrumental music often requires for a considerable amount of improvisation on the part of the performer. Handel's music shows not only influences of the musical styles that came before him, but also foreshadowing of many ideas that were developed after him. He often borrowed from the music of other composers, which was a typical practice in Handel's time, actually. He often reused his own music. People were kind of joking and saying that Handel figured out a clever little system to write more than 45 operas, which is when he couldn't think of anything new to compose, he would take something out that he had already written and give a new title. Or else he would use a nice tune that some other composer was finished with. Sometimes he swiped whole movements at a time, but only when he was in a hurry. <laughs> Handel received his training in Halle in Germany and worked as a composer in Hamburg and Italy before he settled in London in 1712, where he spent the bulk of his career and became a celebrated musician in England. He was strongly influenced by uh, Middle German polyphonic choral tradition and also by composers of Italian Baroque. His compositions were offered for London's privileged classes. A musician and also comedian, Victor Borghi, mentioned about Handel's uh, early childhood, saying, 
Very little is known about Handel's childhood, because nobody figured he would grow up to be a famous musician. We do know that the year of his birth was the same as Bach's, and according to one encyclopedia, his father was over sixty-one years old when he was born. Papa Handel was barber surgeon, and not only did he dislike musicians, he refused to allow any sort of musical instrument in his house. Fortunately, Handel's mother was a more tolerant sort, and she snuck a clavichord into the attic where her husband couldn't see it. Little George was delighted, and he practiced and practiced until he was a regular wit at the keyboard. <laughs> One day, when George was seven, he went along with his father to the Duke's palace, and while the old man was busy barbering, little. George poked around until he came to a room with a shiny new organ in it. Immediately, he rushed over to the instrument and started playing, louder and louder. Soon, the Duke came in to see who was making all that racket. When he realized it was just a little tiny child, he was so impressed that he filled George's pockets with money. He also made Papa Handel promise to give the kid music lessons. So Handel studied long and hard, and after entering law school to keep his father happy, he got a job as an organist at the cathedral in his hometown of Halle. His next position took him to Hamburg, where he played second violin in the orchestra at the opera house near the famous Goose Market. After that, he hoped to become chief organist of the city of Lubeck, since Buxtehude was retiring. But he found out that whoever got the post would first have to marry Buxtehude's daughter. Handel took one look at her and ran right back to the opera house. In the matter of England, he said, "Perhaps you are wondering what Handel was doing in Britain all this time. Simple. He lived there. He was born in Germany, but he loved royalty." And Germany didn't have stately enough kings and queens to suit him. He tried Italy for a few years, but he was much better there. So at last, Handel settled in London, and there he was happy. He became composer of music to the Chapel Royal, and then composer to the court. And soon he was writing more royal pieces than he could shake a scepter at. He wrote a birthday ode for Queen Anne, and the wedding anthem for the Prince of Wales, and coronation ode for King George II. It got so that English royalty couldn't do a thing without Handel setting it to music. <laughs> that Victor Borge. Had a great sense of humor, and、uh, a way of his writing about musician is、uh, absolutely hilarious. So I highly recommend this book. It's called My Favorite Intermissions: Lives of Musical Greats. You know, when you look at、uh, Handel's、um, picture that you can find under the full bottomed wig behind Handel's serious image. According to 18th-century musical historian Dr. Burney, said. There was a smile, a bursting out of black cloud, a sudden flash of intelligence, wit, and good humor, beaming in his countenance, which I hardly ever saw in any other. Without this sunny side to this character, Handel surely could not have been successful in English show business, at the Pleasure Gardens, or at the Italian Opera, for which he occupied such a large part of his professional life. 
His compositions for keyboard include 16 suites in three books, Many Minuet, The Forest Music, and March, and some other short pieces. His keyboard music has some uneven qualities, I have to say. Many pieces were composed for young performers or junior members of royal or uh, aristocratic households. Handel's keyboard music is relatively mm, unimportant when compared to his overall compositions, but it is nevertheless a significant contribution to the literature of the period. In general, his keyboard pieces are rather short compositions that are grateful to play, but are not marked um, by seriousness of purpose. His style is often broad and stately with a continuous flow of controlled energy. Today's piece is called Chacun. That is a type of musical composition popular in the Baroque era when it was much used as a vehicle for variation on a repeated short harmonic progression, often involving a fairly short repetitive bass line, which offers a compositional outline for variation, decoration, figuration, and melodic invention. In this, it closely resembles another genre called Pasacalier. This might provide him a great teaching materials for composition or keyboard. The first suite contains also the air with the variations that Brahms later used in his variation fugue on a theme of Handel, which is fairly popular. So this is intro for that. When I first heard today's piece, Chacon, years ago, I fell in love with it immediately. Something about this piece is a simple outline, yet there are so much variety of textures and emotions to possibility that I could imagine that I stumble into a gorgeous Baroque-style cathedral out in the woods from my walking in nature. Then I step into this sacred place. I walk in and sit down in a, one of the pews, feeling a sense of peace. Then I close my eyes, starting to tuning into being a present moment. I hear birds. Then I also hear many of noise thoughts in my head. At some point, I get into that moment of being now, feeling liberated, feeling my breathing, hearing every sound around me, where there is no other thought than just being there. The recording that I'm sharing with you today is taken from the studio in Interlochen Public Radio, where I had a concert in nearby city, Michigan, at the time. I stopped by the studio for an interview and played a couple of pieces for the Interlochen Public Radio at the time of the year, which was about this time. Everything was covered in snow. This radio station was located in the middle of woods, where I thought it was just a, such a perfect place to play this piece by Handel. So I encourage you to have your own image as you listen, any story to tell, any memory that brings you to your mind. Please share it with me, as always. I would love to hear it from you. Go to jiunkim.com where you can leave voice or written message for this podcast. The link is also in my show notes below. So here we are. 
Chacon in G Major by George Frederick Handel, performed live by Jiun Kim.
So next episode, I will explore one of my favorite pieces, Ballad Number no. 4 by Frederick Chopin. We can never say no to Chopin, can't we? I hope to meet you then. Thank you for listening.